Good morning. I am Juanita, your host. Thank you for joining me at CPM to find the hidden truth of the Word of God. God is so faithful. Before we get started, let's go ahead and pray. Father, I thank you right now. I ask you that your word will come out, will be enlightening to our spirit, that the eyes of our understanding will be opening up by your Holy Spirit so that we disciple your word correctly. Father God, I thank you for teaching us. You said you will send your spirit to teach us. And Holy Spirit, we ask you to come and put light on things that we need to know. Make it come alive into our hearts. Let us not just be hearers of your words only, but help us to be doers of your words. And Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for all my listeners. And I thank you, Lord, that their eyes, their desire, the desire of your word will be so strong that they will build a relationship with you that is genuine, that is stronger than a rock. And Father, I thank you for your faithfulness to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, if you need a title, let's go ahead and give you a small title. And that title will be The Hidden Truth. And I'm telling you, I am here to tell you about the hidden truth. There are so many hidden truths in the word of God. But this particular one, I am just going to camp on that. That is a hidden truth. But before I get into that title, let me tell you one thing. The devil doesn't like you, period. He doesn't like you. He doesn't like anything about you. So don't be fooled and say, oh, well, maybe the devil is going to leave me. No, no, no. He doesn't like you. And another thing I want to tell you, he is faithful to his plans. He is very faithful to the plans he has because he doesn't like you. He doesn't like anything about you. Do you understand that if it left with the devil, he has destroyed you, but it doesn't leave. It, it, it's not left up to him. Thank God that it's not left up to the devil. And we can know the things he has for us, which are not good. But God said, on the other hand, I have a plan for you. And that plan is a good plan. So, oh my gosh, you know I'm already getting excited. So, let's go ahead and turn to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 and 22. Amen? So, let's go ahead and do Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 and 22. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is one of my husband's very favorite. He loves that scripture. Every time he signs something for anybody, he uses that as his uh, go-to scripture. And I'm going to say, it said, my son, give attention to my word. I'm reading from the New King James. Incline your ears to my saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. I wonder why God is telling us. This is Solomon telling. Actually, this is David telling his son Solomon and said, do these things. Because if you do, if you keep the word of God into your heart, this is what's going to happen. For there, what is there? There, the word of God are life to those who find them. And their health to all their flesh. We have to find, in the, when you define the word find, that means you have to go after it. You have to be purposeful as you go after it. It's not just going to fall in your lap. It's not just going to come to you. Aha, I got you. No, you got to have a plan and a strategy to find the word of God. 
And he said they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. And that is a hidden truth that the devil doesn't want you to know about. I am telling you, there's a lot more hidden truth. He does another one that comes to mind right now that the Holy Spirit brought to my heart. He doesn't want you to experience the glory of God because he was there. Have you ever heard somebody say, well, if I can't have that, you cannot have that as well. That is strictly the devil. You know that. You know that. So if because I can, you, I cannot have that, so I don't want somebody else to have it. That's the thinking of the devil. That's a bad thinking right there. When that thought comes to you, cast it down. Say, nope, that's not me. I don't think like that. I will help that person succeed in whatever area they want to do. But I'm telling you, the devil does not want you to experience the glory of God. He does not want you to experience the presence of the almighty. He does not want you to experience that. And the only way you can experience that is by you getting into the word and immersing yourself into the word of God and let it saturate you and know what right for it is yours. The devil doesn't want you to know any of those things. He doesn't want you to know that you are healed by his stripes. He doesn't want you to know that all of your needs are met according to God's riches and glory. He doesn't want you to experience life to its fullness. Oh man, what a bad plan he has. But we can bypass that plan because the Holy Spirit said, I will bring things to your remembering, things that you don't even have a clue of. That's why we spend time into the word of God. So he showed us, hallelujah, what's to come. And then he helped us detour those things. Amen. I'm going to tell you one good, one good fact. Before my son got into an accident years and years ago, I, that night I had in my heart that he should not drive. He should not drive today. And my daughter had a same in, uh, uh, intuition, but she said to the Lord, she said, he has parents talk to his, to his mom and dad. And the Lord said, I felt in my heart. No, you shouldn't drive today. Just don't drive today. And, but I overrode those uh, 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 intuition from the Holy Spirit. I asked the Lord, why do I have to be the director in my home? Don't do this and trying to uh, uh, maneuver my kids. Don't do that. So I kind of slack off and said, well, tell his dad. And he was eating at the dining table. He said, I had that intuition that he should drive for me. But I overrode those intuition. Now, through the process of time, we understand that even... Uh, the evil things the devil has for us, the law still bring it to our, still bring them to our mind and say, don't do this. Don't do that. Not because he want to control your life, but because he want to protect you. And like a good, good father, when you make mistake, it's okay. He'll come and pick you up and restore you to, to, to what you need to be. And that's what happened in our home. To restore you and bring back. Yeah, it's a short little disappointment. It's a short little uh, inconvenience in time. But you know what? He will get you back to where you need to be. So don't worry about, oh, I don't, don't be afraid. I don't want to miss it. That's not the point. The point is to get into the world of God and find out what is right for the yours. And the devil is going to cause everything in this world. Trust me. He's going to bring distraction. So how does he, how does he fight us from, from not getting into the glory for now, uh, for us not experiencing life to a fullness? You have, you ever thought about this? Just one question that when you want to read your word, 
the phone rings, the doorbell rings, this person, I mean, it's just everything that you think not going to possibly happen, happens to distract you from getting into the word, right? Everything you wanted to do, you have your to-do list, all of a sudden, all those things becomes priority. When the Lord wake you up in the morning to pray, you, you find that you are more leaning towards, oh, ten, ten, 10 more minutes of sleep, Lord, just 10 more minutes. He is so patient. He is so kind. He is so loving. Yet and still, he said, okay, I will sit right here and wait for 10 more minutes. And those 10 minutes might be the best sleep you ever have that night. And then he would say, okay, you, you need to get up. I need to talk to you. I got plans to tell you. God, I got juicy stuff to tell you. Have you ever had your friends say, I need to talk to you. We got some stuff going on. And the Holy Spirit said, I need to talk to you. I need to show you my word today. But the enemy is on the other side. He bringing all this distraction to distract you from the word of God. And now when you finally get into the word of God, he make your heart unfruitful. Let me tell you what John 10, 10 said, the devil, John chapter 10, verse 10 said, the devil, the evil one comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. You remember the parable of the sower where the Lord said, I will, uh, the, the sower sow a seed. And then some fell on stony uh, ground and some, and they sprout already quickly. The sun come and squashed them and some fell on torn ground and the torn grew up and took the word of God. And then some fell on good ground, but listen to what a good ground does. And the good ground, sometimes they yield 34, 54 and a hundredfold. When you finally get into the word of God and, and, and meditate on the word of God and get it to be inside you. Your prayer is, Lord, let it be a hundredfold. Let your word come out a hundredfold out of my life. Help me to do the things that I'm supposed to do right. Help me to take what is rightfully mine. Hallelujah. So today I'm going to tell you the enemy doesn't like you. So let's just start from there. He doesn't like you. He doesn't care about you. He wants the word. Because he doesn't want the word to get into your heart. Because when it get into your heart, then it gets into your mouth. And when it get into your mouth, he is no match for you. Because the word of God in a believer mouth moves mountains. The word of God in a believer's heart restore life. Hallelujah. The devil knows that. He knows if you get a word of God into your heart, which then come out of your mouth, he's in trouble. So because of that, he's going to try by all means. I mean, he's going to try by all means to stop you. He is going to try, but he's losing because today you know the hidden truth. Hallelujah. So let me encourage you to do a couple of things for yourself as you pray. You know, pray in a way that people say, I don't know how to pray. Well, pray the word of God. I'll give you a quick example. So Ephesians chapter 1, verse 16 and two through 21. And, it, and that's a really good prayer from Paul. He praying for the church of uh, uh, Ephesians. Ephesus, excuse me. 
And the prayer says, it goes on to say that the, the, that your heart, uh, let me just, let me just tell you what I do. Okay. And then you can, you can take it because the Holy Spirit will lead you to pray according to the word of God. Once you get a word into your heart, it's a glorious day because you know God is for you. The devil is not for you and God is for you. That's just simple. The devil doesn't love you, but God loves you. The devil hates you, but God loves you. The devil has bad plans for you, but God has awesome plans for you. The devil wants to destroy your life because God said, I will give you life and much more abundantly. Hallelujah. So there you go. This is what I pray. I pray. I read a scripture and then I said, Lord, let me go to the scripture. So I tell you how I pray it. And you know, when you learn to pray the scripture, <clears throat> you will make life easier for yourself because you don't need to memorize somebody else's prayer. You just go ahead and pray the word of God. It's easy. You just say what the word of God said. So here, Paul is praying. He said, I do not see, verse 16 said, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayer that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him. So I take that scripture and I said, Lord, open the eyes of my understanding. Uh, verse 8, 18 said, and the eyes of the understanding being enlightened so that they may know the hope of his calling. So when I start praying, I said, Lord, I thank you today that you will give me the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation, the spirit of knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, I pray that the eyes of my understanding will be enlightened so that I may know the hope of his calling, so that I may know the riches of his glory, the inheritance in the same, so that I may know the exceeding greatness of his power to towards me, towards all of us that believe, especially towards me, Father God. I pray that my eyes will not be darkened by the things of the world, that my children's eyes, now put your children in it, put your grandchildren in it, put your husband in it, put your church family in it, that Lord, as we study your word, that our eyes will be enlightened. Holy Spirit, you said you will come and be our teacher. And Lord, I pray that our eyes will be open to the Holy Spirit, that our hearts will not be stone-like hearts but our hearts will be receptive to the word of God that it will sink into our hearts that we would not have stony ground hearts that we will have good heart towards the word of God I tell you when you start praying like that the devil is in trouble he start running for cover he start running for cover he start running like you want to pray the scripture about healing but you got to get the word of God in your heart First, most important, get the word of God in your heart, but know that the devil is going to fight you through the whole process of you getting the word into your heart because he doesn't like you. If you don't take anything today, know that the devil doesn't like you. His plans are bad for you and God loves you. He has good plans for you. So I want you to go into this holiday season just knowing that God loves you. The devil hates you. God cares about you and the devil doesn't like anything about you. God wants you to prosper, but the devil wants you to be, to be a defeat and a failure. God wants you healed, but the devil wants you sick until you die. God wants you well. God wants you. He wants the best for you because he loves you. Hallelujah. 
Oh man, God is so good. I am so glad you joined me today. I'm going to stop because I'm telling you, I respect your time, but I want to encourage you. Let this podcast not be the only thing that you're listening to. Listen to all our podcasts. Get into a church that teach the word. Get into praying for yourself because God doesn't do anything for you if you don't pray. Uh, uh, one of the really great men of God, I forgot their name. He says that God doesn't move until someone pray because God is bound by his law, by his word. He said, ask, seek, and you will find. Knock and the door will be open, but get to asking. But you can't ask if you don't know what belongs to you. You can't ask if you don't know what you're asking for. So get into the word. Forget all that distraction. When you see distraction coming, know that the devil is bringing those things because he doesn't want you to know something really good that God has for you today. Amen. God bless you. Be encouraged. Stay tuned and we'll come back to you here next month. Hallelujah. We love you. We're praying for you and we want the best God has for you. This program was brought to you today by the friends and partners of Cornelius Pratt Ministries. CPM wants to say thank you.